Good morning. First thing Friday so time for Fresh Fix. This is the audio version of the Insider Newsletter, made with Amazon Polly in a synthetic voice. Enjoy. Fix Insider Friday February 18th. Merchant. In this week's Merchant Deep Dive we looked at the unit economics of fast last mile firm Joker. The flexibility of their model is a contrast to the incumbents as this piece on Akato shows, asking will Akato ever be profitable? And the head of Tesco Online Operations details how his team added the capacity to serve an additional 1 million customers, they went from 650k online orders a week to 1.6 meters. Over the course of the next 2-3 to three months, we made around 100 substantial changes across our online business. While there are obviously too many to recount here, four initiatives in particular proved to be particularly effective. We hired around 16,000 temporary workers. We also completely rethought our picking process. We opened a number of new Click Plus Collect sites, working with other supermarkets, Defra. We were able to develop a vulnerable customer program. We also shared the brand new Shopify report on the future of commerce in 2022, if you didn't get a chance take a look now. I think it's a must read. AdTech Perfect Storm Google took us back to turbulent times with their announcements that they will bring the privacy sandbox to Android. But they're not going to action anything for two years, so it's something of a reprise for the industry. Their announcement stresses their desire to collaborate with the industry and to work closely with regulators, making their ambition clear. Our goal with the Privacy Sandbox on Android is to develop effective and privacy-enhancing advertising solutions, where users know their information is protected, and developers and businesses have the tools to succeed on mobile. While we design, build and test these new solutions, we plan to support existing ads platform features for at least two years, and we intend to provide substantial notice ahead of any future changes. Meta welcomed the announcement, with the Wall Street Journal noting. Two key reasons that Meta is less concerned about Google's proposal than Apple's privacy change is that the search giant has provided a longer timeline to implement its proposal and is taking a collaborative approach, according to a person familiar with Meta's thinking on the matter. Facebook has defended its targeting practices, saying that users appreciate seeing ads relevant to them and that its technology enables marketers to reach precise slices of potential customers. The mobile dev memo take on this is worth reading too as Eric considers the tech in more detail. There is a lot of smart people trying to figure this out, motivated by the vast amounts of money that ads generate for the major players, but it is complicated. One example is the interoperable private attribution, IPA, I mentioned a few weeks ago. One of the engineers behind this initiative pointed out the barriers. If it were to work, it requires the major browser operators, Google Chrome, Apple Safari, Microsoft Edge, and Mozilla, to standardize on one system, he said. If the attribution were to work across apps as well as browsers, it would also need Apple iOS and Google Android to adopt the tech. Consensus is a long and difficult process. Trust me, I know. Another disruption came from the trade desk who announced the launch of OpenPath, essentially disintermediating SSPs and forging direct connections with previous premium publishers. As the Trade Desk CEO Jeff Green puts it, Open Path is an excellent example of industry leaders working together to advance an open market that ensures transparent price competition that maximizes value for both advertisers and publishers. With that in mind, as Open Path launches, the Trade Desk will turn off Google Open Bidding on its platform. The biggest victim of this is probably Google, so it's an interesting strategic move and the timing was slightly unusual as it was announced just a day or so before the TTD results. The results were pretty good beating expectations but their stock still fell based on sentiment around the Google announcement, before bouncing back. 
Digiday speculates that agencies are likely to be unhappy about this move and an exec from Crown shares his thinking. We should watch for reactions across the industry as everyone processes this move. Share your thoughts in our AdTech Guild. Google have a new report, produced with Forrester, and share four steps to future-proof your programmatic strategy. And I was quoted in a good piece on what Apple may announce at their upcoming developer event, I think we will soon see them step up with a more ambitious ad product. They could do something quite elegant that improves on the way the industry works, is privacy-focused, respects people's time, that they could argue is better than the average and, net-net, benefits everyone in the ecosystem, said Simon Andrews, founder at Mobile Agency Addictive. New TV. This piece on the relentless rise of smart TVs got lots of traction when we shared it a couple of weeks ago. But whilst prospects for dongles may look less assured Google are doubling down on their Chromecast business, announcing lots of new content through an improved user interface. Could Google be the conduit for lots of fast, free, ad-supported streaming television, channels to get prominence in Newt? Samsung has shown how effective this can be in Roku and more are now offering a wider choice. Samsung announced a new partnership this week. ITV will distribute two new channels through the Samsung TV+, Storylands, a brand new channel set to become the home for the best European drama, produced by labels which are part of ITV Studios and a dedicated Hell's Kitchen channel. The partnership starts with the UK and will expand to key European markets. The Stanley Tucci show I have been going on about has finally been picked up by another broadcaster, the BBC will show it later this month. The biggest issue facing the ad business is the switch of ad money from linear into streaming. Two things need to happen to enable this inevitable switch, inevitable because money always follows audience. First we need more advertising inventory and streaming, so the fast channels need to evolve to attract more audience. And the ad experience needs to be at least as good as the typical linear one currently. Second, the agency model that still dominates TV needs to evolve. The experience and expertise of the linear TV buying cohort is needed to help brands manage the transition. And so too is the hands-on new of those buying online video, where the current programmatic approach is evolving already. But whilst these two camps coexist within most agencies, they are often not collaborating as much as they could. In our deep dive next week we will look at this issue in more detail. Web3 I think we are all watching the fireworks of Web3 and trying to work out what has legs. Much of the flashy stuff seeks to dazzle us but so much is smoke and mirrors. The FT points out how niche it still is, when you count users instead of dollars, the NFT world is tiny. One of the smaller NFT marketplace has suspended most sales, citing rampant fakes and plagiarism. A long vice piece centered on the board 8 backstory and originators documents a lot of the issues around Web3. But is it really a battle for the soul of the internet? There are people looking to translate the interminable jargon into English to help people understand the opportunity and broaden the interest beyond the get-rich-quick schemes and the quasi-religious fervor that surrounds Web3. Goldman Sachs have a good report on framing the future of Web 3.0 and our friends at Vita are helping the crypto-curious understand their key themes. I look at this through the lens of marketing and I think it's clear there are some real opportunities. But lots of the stuff we are seeing from brands is naive. Brands need to see the big picture and, just like with GAFA, those who really understand the opportunities, and act on them, will gain real competitive advantage. Plus plus. Amazon is a dark horse that can win the music streaming wars. China startups are awash with money as Beijing shifts focus to hard tech, Wall Street Journal. What Johnny Bauer is up to at Blackstone and why the ad industry should care, ad age. TikTok poaches content moderators from big tech contractors in Europe, FT. In this week good TikTok creative newsletter we look at Sony Pictures and how they use TikTok. 
Snapchat will put ads within stories and share the money with creators. Video games, hunt for the mobile mega deal, FT. The juice isn't worth the squeeze, why future waved bye-bye to Google's AMP and hasn't looked back, Digiday.